0: For me, I'm growing in the recognition that I don't want to pass over the hurt and things that take place. I want to give myself margin to even sit in the uncomfortable pain that happens so that God can heal me. If I don't create margin to sit in the pain and the uncomfortable things that have happened in my life, I can't receive the full healing.
1: Single Moms, you're listening to the Single Mom Cast by Arise Ministries. I'm Mel Hyatt. And I'm Pam Canaley. We are so glad you're listening today because we have some friends in the studio with us that we cannot wait for you to hear from. So let me introduce you. We have Catherine. Hello. Hello. And Isabel. Hi. Welcome, ladies. Right. Thank you. Catherine and Isabel are with Real Moms, which is an organization that we love to hang out with and partner, and you're going. To learn all about them, but they also have some great wisdom for you today that Pam and I cannot wait to discuss. Exactly. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit uh, about what you're doing at Real Moms or what would you like the moms to know before
0: we get started? awesome well it's so exciting to be here today Um, my name is Catherine and I am the founder of Real Single Moms and we focus on care team management and ongoing educational resources so we really do focus holistically on the single mom linking arms in whatever season that you're in that's awesome I do love that would would you like to add something, Isabel? Yeah,
2: I would actually love to share about our mission. And so we believe in creating a generational impact within the family unit. Okay. And so that is an opportunity that we get to do that tangibly through our care
3: team. I love that. A generational impact. I do love that. I do love that. Moms Today, uh, this podcast is about... Uh, living a better balanced life. And so if you're one listening today and you're like, oh, it seems so topsy-turvy and I need to turn back over and I need some instruction or help, or this podcast is for you today, how do you live a better balanced life? And it certainly requires intentionality on your part. So let's just kind of move in that direction right now. So let me just ask you guys, what does it mean to live a life of intention? I love
0: that. Um, for for me personally, Living a life of intention is me choosing to take action, to be very self-aware of how I engage with other people and how I set up my day so I can truly be present and aware of how God is leading me. I really believe that intentionality is a verb, like it's an action, me making space to be that type of, of person and a follower of Christ.
2: I love that. Yes. The key word that comes to mind is present. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, going back to echoing, it's a verb, right? And so in order to be intentional, we have to be aware of what is in front of us and what's here now. Um, and so that is just like a little deeper layer of in order for us to be inten-
3: intentional, we do have to look at being present. Yeah, I like that it's almost like living life on purpose, mm-hmm. uh, on purpose, instead of letting your circumstances detect, d- depict how you're going to l- live your life. You are already proactive and you're mm-hmm. living in in the purpose of where you are, regardless of what's going on. I do love that.
1: Yeah, I always will tell my boys, I don't want you to accidentally be awesome. It's <laughs> <You> great. <laughs> no. Like, uh, mm-hmm. my son came home the other day. I made a 100 on a test and I could tell he was really shocked <laughs> and I was like let's not accidentally make 100 yes. you know so I'm an end goal type person um, when we're doing something or I'm doing something I want to I always will what will motivate me is the end and I think and correct me if I'm wrong that the, the end goal of being um, intentional is connection absolutely so if you're intentional about the community you have or the people that you see every day or the people you work with or that small group at church or whoever it is, what you benefit Mm -hmm. from being intentional is connection. So talk us through what that really looks like for our single moms. Um, How does intention lead to connection?
0: Yeah, I think that when I live that way, I'm also saying yes to actually deepening Um, being, like Isabel was saying, being present with someone, which within that, if I'm deepening myself and I'm being present, connection is bound to happen. Uh, even in my relationship with my husband, if I'm present and I step away and I'm intentional with him, I'm able to actually really see him. Um, it, it allows me to quiet everything around me so that I can really have a deeper connection. I don't want to live a surface relationship with the Lord or with other people or with you know even Isabel as we work and do ministry together. I want there to be a deeper connection where I'm seen um, beyond what my hands do and in order to be able to see someone, like once I'm intentional with Isabel, I can then see what she needs from me. I can see where she's at. I can understand what season she's in, and I'm able to meet her in that space, which provides consistency and connection.
3: Yeah, I love that. It's almost like the goal of connection is like aligning your, your aligning your values, your acts, your behavior to actually what you're talking about, yes. which is your their priorities. It's an examining of your priorities. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about. Yes. For you to take time to examine that. You know what? We talk a lot today about setting margin in your life. And if you're, I know your mom, you're sitting there going, I don't have time for margin. You know, you don't understand my life. I do so understand that, that, you're, some days can just be so chaotic. You're just trying to breathe till the next moment. But I want to talk a minute about what is the margin because God tells us to create space so we can breathe a little bit and to how to breathe in and breathe out just for a moment. So can you just tell us a minute what is margin and um, how can you create a life of margin and be intentional with others? So that may be a good place to start to define that. What is margin? That is a great question. Um, Living a
2: life of margin is going to require that we take inventory. So that's self inventory. And do we even have room? Do we have room in our lives for relationships, right? So I'm just going to take it just a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. um, and just uncover a layer of. Um, If we are in a season where we have experienced trauma and we haven't unpacked that, if we are feeling bitter in our heart, Mm -hmm. if we are angry uh, relationally, um, some relationships haven't been mended, then we may be in a space where we don't even have room to have margin in our life. Mm -hmm. And so that's really being able to, that goes back to mind, body, spirit. And so making sure that our hearts are in a good condition. So that's just a very deep layer of making sure that we have margin in our life. Mm -hmm. Tangibly, what does that look like? You know, something that I have done for myself is looking at my calendar and really just taking inventory surface level of like, what am I doing throughout my day? When we actually write something down, it becomes more real to us. And so if I'm writing down, you know, I have meetings all day or I'm going to work and then I'm taking care of my kids and it's just completely filled, then that is also that reality of like, there is no margin in my life. What can I start to let go of? Because it's going back to making room. Mm -hmm. If we can let go of of certain things, um, we have to let go of good things in order to receive the best things that
1: God has in life
3: for us. Good. That is really good.
1: I want to sort of share a personal experience I had with this as a single mom. Um, I moved here to Oklahoma with a two-year-old and a eight-year-old and I was working at a church as a youth pastor. So margin is what, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, I was trying to go to my son's soccer game and other kids. I was trying to love other people's kids. And I literally did not have margin, um, I don't think I've gotten any better at that, Pam. <laughs> now that now that we're taking inventory, yeah, Isabel.
3: This podcast is for you, Mel.
1: <laughs> but I remember uh, my counselor had told me something once that anytime you want to create a new habit, connect it to an, a habit you already have. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to um, read a, a, the Bible every morning, do it after you drink a cup of coffee. If you do, you know, if you drink a cup of coffee every morning, connect a habit to a habit, you know? And so I remember thinking that what I wanted more than anything for my boys was to be around, um, people that were really healthy and had a healthy Mm -hmm. marriage and, and around a really awesome guy, because at that time they were just not around their dad and I wanted them to see what I couldn't offer them. And I just thought, I don't, I don't have time. Um, but we do eat. Mm-hmm. We always find time to eat. That is something yeah, that's, that is great. Will, will not fall off of my calendar, ladies. <laughs> um, and I, while I was looking at my calendar, we always had Saturday at lunch available. Even if we had soccer, Saturday was available. And I found a family um, that I just straight up asked, would you be willing to eat lunch with us? On a couple of Saturdays, and that was in 2011. And I'm I'm not. This is true. This is 2022 at this point. If you're listening, 10 years from now, you got a lot of podcasts to catch up on. But <laughs> we have been eating lunch with them, not as consistent now because the boys are older and crazier. But we started in 2011, and we had lunch with them every Saturday. We call it family lunch, and yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> they were the family that I couldn't really offer at that moment. So I bring that up to say, you can find margin. So if you're eating, invite somebody to come eat with you or be bold. And there's going to be a family that will scoop you up. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people that are so good at loving. And so that was my experience with being unapologetic about finding a space to meet a goal that I had for my boys, which was, was that. And so, and we have gained so much from it. I bet you have. And they're some of my best mm-hmm. friends and when you ask my boys who do they look up to, they will say they will say Randy, mm-hmm. and it's because they've eaten fajitas with him every Saturday, for <laughs> <That's laughs> ten know, years. Know <laughs> years.
3: <laughs> you know, moms, I just want to reconnect with you. Why you need margin? Just, just I you know this is why you need it. Your your world may be topsy turvy, and you don't know how to how to grab a hold of it. But I wrote wrote this down. This is, I thought this was really good. This is why you need margin. Margin is the buffer between where you are on the rope and at the end of the rope it's the buffer in between there but when you create margin you can be pushed to the end of your rope and still hang on mm. because you have something to hang on to because you've <laughs> created margin you've created space there yeah, so that's great so you got i mean I, wh- what do you think about about that as far as the importance of margin i mean hank you're able to hang on yeah I address our moms that right now are saying you know Catherine isabel i'm just hanging on yeah, I mean, I think that that's a very powerful like Holy Spirit mm-hmm. visual to to focus
0: on. And the thing that really stood out to me when you were saying that, and when Mel, when you were talking, is the intention of doing that step to create margin on that rope. Like it, it takes intention to be able to do that. But something and how I live my life also within margin is thinking about, like, I want to be present when my kids are having a bad day. Um, Or what about me? What if something happens to me and I, you know, I I want to be able to do whatever I need to do in that space. If I wasn't living a life of consistent margin, I'm not, I'm going to be at I'm going to be off the rope. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to be able to be Mm -hmm. sustained and held onto that. And so I had this thought the other day of, man, if we all really just shifted our perspective of how we lived our life and created a space like this, when that call comes that you weren't anticipating or when someone's reaching out and needs prayer or your kids had a bad day, it's not going to be the thing that tumbles you off the rope um, because you have more margin to be present. Now, it may still be a challenging moment. That takes place obviously, but we all know that there's unexpected things in life mm-hmm. that always mm-hmm. happen. So I so what you said is it is the buffer. It allows us to be more present in that moment of challenge. And for me, I'm growing in the recognition that I don't want to pass over the hurt and things that take place. I want to give myself margin to even sit in the uncomfortable pain Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. happens so that God can heal me. If I don't create margin to sit in the pain and the uncomfortable things that have happened in my life, I can't receive the full healing.
3: I do love that. You know, Isabel, you mentioned priorities, that the women have to look at their priorities. And so can you just address that a minute about how do they look at the priorities and what are some ways they can just view that better? Because you had mentioned that about their priorities.
2: That's a great question. So I I definitely want to share the first thing. You know, we're we're human. And so as humans, you know, we are not superhuman. So we can't do it all, right? And we only have so much brain capacity and strength, like within one day. Um, I remember... Um, I looked at this gentleman, um, when I lived in California as a a mentor type, like a father figure. Um, and I remember him, we were talking about Sabbath and weekly Sabbath and practicing that and rest and how that is a blessing. And that's what, you know, God asks us to do, right? It's not because, Hey, I'm telling you to do this, but because it's actually going to bless you and refresh you. And so he had mentioned about writing in your calendar, um, you know, I asked him one time, I said, what did you do this weekend? And he said, nothing. And I was like, okay, um, that's interesting. Like, you did nothing. And he said, no, I didn't do anything. I actually put it in my calendar, and I wrote down nothing for, you know, X amount of hours. I love that. Um, and so— What that does, it allows us to actually pause if we're doing nothing. um, And it allows us, if we choose, we have free will. So if we choose to pause in that moment Mm -hmm. and lean on Jesus, then it allows us to get refreshed. Um, And we're going to need those moments throughout our day so we can do what Catherine mentioned, being able to be intentional with our friends, with our kids. And that is necessary, right? And so it's really looking at, for my My priority is my relationship with Jesus. And Mm -hmm. so that means I am going to be intentional about pausing and resting in him. And so that means I am going to, in this season of life, it means I'm actually writing it in my calendar. I'm putting time with Jesus. Now, that may sound silly to others, but if that is something that you are needing in the season of life as a reminder, I would suggest that so that it helps you um, to be able to move forward mm-hmm. and
3: um, eliminate those challenges and those, those roadblocks. Mm-hmm. I love that. And what came to my mind just now is giving too much of your time to something that doesn't give back. Mm -hmm. Um, will just drain you and you don't have time to do that so set I don't know five priorities a day you know where do you set your priorities you may limit social media time or you may limit this or that but just look and see what is draining you and see if that can just possibly be toned out you know so that's certainly something to consider as well.
1: I want to make sure that I pause for a moment and tell you single moms that we're not talking about like We're not talking about this as if it's maybe a good idea or something we Mm -hmm. think you should ponder. Uh, There's urgency in Mm -hmm. our voices. Um, I know that this could be something that in the future or even right now could drastically change the way you make it Mm -hmm. through a situation. Before we started recording, I was talking to Pam about a single mom that we um, had been helping and walking through something with and she had an experience where she needed to move unexpectedly and she didn't have anybody to text to help her so her and her children were moving um and I just asked her I this sounds mean but I I wasn't being mean at all I said why don't you have anyone to text Um, because I sent two text messages to some people that I knew and we had over 10 people show up um and she didn't have a community mm-hmm. you know and so our urgency is that we are human and the problem with life is that we have to live it and it's too much isn't it Pam mm-hmm. we we both walked into the <laughs> studio this morning saying not today satan <laughs> it's too much and i do not want to go one day trying to figure this out on my own and we don't want that for you either single moms and our desire is that when you have a great day or you have a horrible day that you can send a text message and 10 people show up at your door and being intentional with your margin can create space for connection and connection will create that community and we all deserve an army Mm -hmm. i cannot do this Mm -hmm. without people yes i call you pam in the weirdest moments and say I need to tell you something and I need you to pray and you're <laughs> and you are cuz I know that you have the Lord's phone number <laughs> like his it. real number yeah, we have number. like the Maybe you know number we have like the voicemail but you have the one that like I goes straight it. to him <laughs> so I just I wanted to pause for a moment and say that I just can't stop thinking about that mom of you deserve to have that army that shows up and so yeah. my question to you both is um just for me that's that's there's a difference in deep relationships and wide relationships. Yes. And I've heard you both talk about this before. So so what does it mean to go deeper in relationships as opposed to wider?
0: Yeah. It what it means to me personally and it gets me emotional thinking about it, but it when I go deep, I allow people to see the uncomfortable, ugly parts of Catherine, Mm -hmm. and I'm allowed to tangibly see the love of God through other people. So yesterday, Isabel and I got to—we were in the car, and I was struggling with some things. And I was letting insecurity creep in. And I was afraid that I was going to be too much for her. Mm. And I felt that tension. I think we could all feel that. Do I share this? Do I not? Are they going to run away? It's happened before. Are they going to see me? But I know because I prayed that that Isabel is one of my people in this season. Mm-hmm. So I have to trust, because when you ask the Lord to send you people, He will. Mm-hmm. And when you live I a life that. of attention, He will send people to you. So Isabel is my people right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I have a choice now. Do I allow my wall to fully come down and allow my heart to be healed by the love that she shows me? Because I have been rejected in the past. I have had some pain from those things and relationships shifting and people not being where i thought that they would still be but you know how much um healing happened in that car yeah. it was powerful because i actually got to encounter the love of christ tangibly through isabel and her saying to me i'm not going anywhere mm-hmm. i see you mm-hmm. and i see that uncomfortability and so now moving forward when we're in a meeting and insecurity and fear creeps in i want you to call it out and say that's a lie mm-hmm. cuz now i'm reconstructing my mind to know oh my goodness she like she loves all my craziness. Like we yeah. are even completely different personalities um in the way that we function. I'm the one that comes all in with my stuff all hanging out. Yeah. And <laughs> and she gives my life order and and she wants me to Send come it to in to my house. Yeah. Like <laughs> she wants me to come in with all my stuff hanging out because she she that allows me. I don't have to change anything about me. And the way I got to that point with Isabel was being intentional and being uncomfortable to allow myself to share those parts because you have to ask God who are my people there's there's intention and wisdom I'm not going to go out and share all my stuff with everybody it's got to be the right person too wow.
3: well that brings up the, the thought of community and first of all I just want to say I loved what you said uh you're a beautiful person and I, it resonated with me when you said people like to hear your faults your failures and your frustrations and uh, moms we have them too we just talked about them before we started this podcast so we are in the same community that just as a podcast listeners today I want to give you encouragement in that but can y'all address what do we gain by living our lives that way when we address community we move toward deeper relationships what do we gain from that That is another great,
2: great questions. I am loving this. Um, So it's, I'm going to echo what Catherine shared. When we allow that, um, that time, that space, that room Mm -hmm. for um, deep connection, we're actually allowing ourselves to be seen. And loved by Jesus, right? I think the 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 awesome thing as humans is that we get to be a vessel for Him, and so we get to love. I I told Catherine yesterday. I said, um, you know, going back to the story that she shared that that time in the car together. I let her know it is an honor to be able to love you in this season of life, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, it's it's being able to recognize, um, for myself, I love being around people. Um, I get energy, but I've, I've also realized that's not sustainable. It's not sustainable to have, um, 20,000 relationships. That's a big number, but you get it.
1: Uh, You're very popular.
2: (laughs) My 20,000 friends, but it's not sustainable. And so it's just going back to just that concept of we're human. Um, And so when we are able to Um, find people and really like pause, going back to pausing, going back Mm -hmm. to leaning on Jesus. And we ask him, one of the biggest things I'm asking him for in this season of life is wisdom. And so I just encourage all of us to ask him for wisdom, ask him for wisdom. Who are those people um, that God you have placed in my life? Is there someone right in front of me that I actually am and maybe blind to or I haven't seen because I'm too worried about everything else around me um, and so we we gain a deeper intimacy I'm going to close with we gain deeper intimacy with Jesus we mm-hmm. just feel loved we feel and that's what we all want to belong and feel mm-hmm.
3: loved and so that's, that's something that um, would be gained and I want to add the body of Christ. God that's what the body of Christ mm-hmm. does and that that is found many times through the church, and I want you to know I know that a lot of single moms you can go to, okay, I'll go to church. And you go there, and there's no place for single moms. I realize that can be difficult, but there are people around you and believers around you. And like you said, God will send you even one that can mentor you in a way that that establishes and builds you up and can be that word of wisdom that you talked about. So I love that as well.
1: Pam, thanks for bringing that up. I I wanted to ask if there's the mom listening right now that's thinking I'm all in. This sounds awesome. I have no, do I go to Craigslist for these people? Like, where do we, where do we go? You know, I had this built in community because I just happened to work in the church. So I had to be there. Um, Where do moms go? Do they just walk into a church? Where are places they can, if they're ready to be intentional and they found margin, How do they make connection? Mm -hmm. That's a good point.
3: You know, of course, I would always say the first place to go is to church, is to be able to go just to walk in and not know anybody and just plop down in a class. I'm not sure you'd get what you need there. You may need to talk to an assistant pastor. You may need to go and say, I'm going to be honest. I'm here. I need community you know, and, and see what he would provide for you in the church. If that church doesn't work, go to go another to one. one, go mm-hmm. to another one, go to yeah. another. And then like Isabel said, pray and ask God to send you somebody to direct your path. And yeah. he will, because this is God's plan for you. Yeah. It's through the body of Christ that we receive these things. And that's our, we don't have to pray, is this your will? Because it is his will for yeah. you, but mm-hmm. you can't do life alone. The body is meant to not to do, not to experience the body by yourself. So that was a good question as well. Yeah, I just,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. you just wonder. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to shift and I want to talk a little bit about what you are doing at Real Moms. But before I do, do we have any closing thoughts on this idea of intention, connection, anything?
0: I mean I would just encourage even if it's uncomfortable and scary that it's worth it yeah. and that it also doesn't happen overnight. So if you you know God sees your efforts. So if you if you've lived your life from a place of not being intentional or not knowing how to have margin, it's an art, it's a practice and the Holy Spirit can help you with that, but also give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Um so if you know even going back to the habits that you were talking about earlier, um that's one place that I could start today is maybe when I drink a cup of coffee I'm praying in that moment, Lord, highlight someone to me, but really just starting at one place. And even when I was sharing about opening up, that's really uncomfortable. So maybe for you, opening up about having a, a pain in your back is uncomfortable, but you think it's not a big deal. I would encourage you to start there. Or even if it's to text someone, maybe you're like, oh, I can't do face to face. Okay. I would encourage you to start with maybe even asking someone, can you pray for me? Maybe then you get more comfortable of saying what the specifics is of what you want prayer on. And then maybe you then move into, can we meet in person and talk about it? So I would just encourage you to start somewhere. Okay. Well,
1: I'm going to practice what you're preaching. Um, I actually have a crick in my neck today. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. <laughs> I slept really hard last night, and so I'm trying to be vulnerable. To so it. that's why your neck's like yes, this. Yes, that's okay. why I Like when I'm looking at you guys, I'm turning
0: my whole body. Okay, that works. Oh, I that need was, to drink more water. that, yeah, that would help too. But we will meet you where you are at, <laughs> and we'll yes. sit across from you next time yes, so you don't please. have to turn your neck. Yes. And I'm that, so thankful, so grateful. That's very
1: wise, Catherine.
0: I love that. That I was very good.
1: I appreciate both of you. I appreciate you being honest for the moments where your eyes filled with tears and just um that's really inspiring and just mm-hmm. a great reminder. But I want to talk about just real quick as we close your organization, uh, Real Single Moms. And tell me um, about this care team that the Lord has just been,
0: I don't know, knocking down your door about. Yeah, the heart of the care team is literally linking arms one-on-one and being intentional and vulnerable with someone else. And so God showed us this picture of the intention of going deep and not wide. And so we have care team managers who are available to be able to meet with single moms that may want to go deep in different areas. Um, And that's what we do. We develop care plans and we look at dreams and hopes and challenges and we pinpoint what that could look like tangibly because, you know, when there's a lot going on, it's really hard to know where to start. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you have someone else linked with you, that they can say, did you take that step? Did you go to counseling? Did you get that resource that you needed support on? It makes it not feel as heavy. Yeah. And so that is the 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 purpose behind the care team, is to link arms one-on-one to focus on holistic health continuously, not just in that moment of crisis, but then if there is a crisis, what happens after the house is no longer on fire and it's quiet and I go to bed at night and now I'm anxious and I'm mm-hmm. filled with fear. Mm-hmm. Now what? And so that's the purpose and the heart of the care team is to go deeper.
1: I love this. We'll put in the show notes, your website so they can reach out to you. And if um, you don't, you, you guys are kind of in a couple of different places. And maybe if you're not in an area that a mom's at, you could help her. I'm signing you guys up for this. You could help her find uh, an I organization love it. Yes. because, um, The kingdom of God is really, really big, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of help Mm -hmm. out there available.
3: Mm -hmm. I love that. Moms, in closing, I just want to say that um, we are at our best selves when we are experiencing life, our highs and lows with other people. God did not intend you to experience your highs and lows all by your itty-bitty self, that it was not His plan or His goal, and He has made provisions for you for healing and for community and restoration. And but you have to take the first step. You have to take the first step. And perhaps God has led you to this podcast today as an alarm that this is his way of saying, are you ready to take the next step? Let's go. So I'm certainly hoping that would be the case. I mean, we all crave belonging. We all crave community. Uh, We need to trust and depend on each other. We all need it. Not just you, but all of us need it. And, you know, we're to carry each other's burdens. We're to be able to share our concerns. And not only that, but doing that is a witness to your children. Your children are watching you. You are teaching them the value of, of community as well. So not only is it for you, but it's for your kids. You know, I know God never intended for, for you to be alone. The point is that we are stronger and we are better when we work together. From the very beginning in Genesis, God said it is not good for a man to live alone. And that doesn't mean not married. It is not good for a woman to not be married. That is not what he means. He means it is not good for you to experience life and do this life alone. But you, God intended for you to do your life in a healthy community and partnership with somebody that could make you better, that could bring out the better you. We talked about that at the beginning of the podcast Uh to be better balanced, to be better at what you do, to see yourself in a way that God sees you. So it's our hope and desire today that this podcast has given some new, just some new thoughts to you. And in closing, we wanna say, I know Real Ministries says this to you, Arise Ministry says this to you, you are so valuable and God loves you so much. And so now we just encourage you to go out and do what you can do to make yourself matter.